This is the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Blanc, episode 126. Let's do this. You're listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast, where we'll talk about all aspects of buying apartment buildings with a special focus on raising money from others. And now, your host, Michael Blanc. Hey there, and welcome to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blanc. I'm really excited that you're here. I have a really exciting episode for you today because I have the one, the only, Joe Fairless on the show. And as you may know, Joe started off with uh, four single-family homes and quickly catapulted himself to 4,000 units through Ashcroft uh, Management. And he's got a daily podcast, the longest-running real estate podcast. It's called the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show, and I love it. And he just came out with a book called Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. And it is no entry-level beginner book for syndication. It is awesome. It's like 450 pages long, and you have to get this. I'm not entirely way through because it's so daggone long, but it is good stuff. And I asked Joe to share a couple of nuggets, things that uh, may not be you know obvious to you and when you're thinking about syndication, even if, if you've done a few, because Joe is always out there on the edge. He's always trying different things. He always goes big. So Joe is always like a little step ahead of me, and I love it. He gives me new ideas, and this book is a perfect example for that. So it just came out. It's on Amazon. And I wanted to come on the show, and man, does he share a couple of good things. One of them specifically is how do you scale the money-raising thing? And he talks about what he does in his business. And frankly, we do some of those things, but man, he is really good at it. So I was literally a student today listening to Joe talk about the scale by which he raises money. Now, before we get into the show, I did remind you that we have DealMaker Live coming up. November 2nd through 4th, it's our live conference. The first time we're doing this particular format because it's all about the deal. We're going to have people presenting real deals that they've done. You'll find out how they found it, how they're raising money, how they finance it. There'll be Q&A. There'll be lots of networking. If you're a passive investor, we're going to have uh, someone talking about what it's like to passively invest. If you want to raise money for people like me or for Joe, uh, we're going to have a panel discussion around what their experience with life raising $600,000 for the first time. So it's all going to be around the deal. It's called Dealmaker Live. It's uh, November 2nd through 4th in Washington, D.C. Go to themichaelblanc.com forward slash event. Let's get right into the interview with Joe Fairless. Here we go. Joe, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Looking forward to our conversation and congrats on your new book. I, as I mentioned before we started recording, I've read it. Phenomenal book. I've talked to many people who have or are in the process of reading it. And they say it's really engaging. Um, I thought so, and, and congrats, and you're adding a lot of value. Yeah, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. And and I, I wanted to get you on the call because you just put out a new book as well. And it's my one of my favorite topics, which is syndication. In fact, it's called Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. And uh, it is just awesome, man. I mean, it took you a long time to write that book. There's so much information <laughs> in there. And I'm going to say just a spoiler alert, you know, we're not going to be able to do nearly close to justice on this call. So I guess the homework is to everybody go buy his book when you're, when you're done with it. But we're going to give it a shot because it is one of my favorite topics, which is syndication. So, you know, you've been doing this for a while and uh, you have a fantastic podcast. You cover all aspects of real estate investing. You're a huge syndicator. Why did you, and you've written a book before, obviously, and or two, I'm losing count, Joe. So I don't know. Two. Yep. two. And why did you, why this book now? It's needed. It's absolutely needed. And you said it took a while. It did take a while. It took me one year yeah. to do it. And prior to that, uh, the outline was being created from 
my own experience syndicating deals. And then uh, from that experience, the book was written. Uh, I wrote it with my team member, Theo Hicks. Uh, so he and I collaborated on it. And uh, one year later, 450 pages later, we published a book this week. And the reason why is because I believe what I know you talk about a lot, and that's you know living in a world of abundance and being able to give uh, as much as you can and just knowing that there's a law of reciprocity. From a business standpoint, so speaking specifically about business, well, I buy apartment communities with investors. And one thing I've noticed when speaking to a new potential investors is that I'd say about 20% of those new potential investors express an interest to do what I'm doing. But first, they want to invest with my company just to see what it's like behind, behind the curtain, how the operations work. And then they'll get more familiar, not to mention it does help them with uh, their track record with brokers, with lenders, and other team members that they have invested as a limited partner in a syndication. Uh, so this book is a way to uh, investors who want to do their own deal, but perhaps want to learn from behind the scenes first, and then read the book, and then eventually go do their own stuff later. Now you talked about this uh, abundancy mindset, but aren't you not a little bit concerned about you know training your competitors? Zero concern. I mean, the, the main thing is if, if someone's starting today, I mean, Ashcroft Capital, my company, has over $400 million worth of apartment communities. I mean, we're, we're at a different level than someone who's starting today reading a book on how to do apartment syndication. Reads my book is just starting out. In fact, uh, it's not a beginner's guide. It's slightly a step up. Uh, it would be helpful for beginners, but if you don't know the fundamentals of real estate, I think it, you'll need to learn that first before getting into the book because it, it truly is a how-to guide for how to do apartment syndication. And as you and I both know, apartment syndication is the next level up uh, of investing. It's possible to get in. So I have zero concern. It has been brought up uh, within my company. Believe me, that's been a topic that was brought to my attention. Like, hey, Joe, are you sure we want to do this? Because you're, you're, you're talking about our process and how we underwrite and how we pick markets and how we attract new investors. But I, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, because you know, I remember a Tim Ferriss episode when he was talking about how when he released a four-hour work week, he was initially um, upset because there were that were publishing his book and then um, sending it out and, and basically selling it on the black market. And he was missing out on those sales. But what he realized is that you know, the point of the book is just to get the information out there and to educate others. And then what they do with it is up to them. But ultimately, if you're getting the book out there and you're getting the message out, then it's going to help others. And in our case, if we get the message out there, it's going to help others. And again, I going back to what I said at the very beginning, I believe in the law of reciprocity. And I also believe in helping enough people get what they want and you'll get everything you want. Core beliefs I have. And because of that, 
hey, uh, we, we show you how to do it step by step in the book. Yeah. And, and also, it, it is a big world. There are a lot of deals out there. But also what you're doing is you're training past investors. And as a past investor, you have to have a fundamental knowledge about what you're about to invest in. And then you guys also use people who raise money for you just like, like we do. And hey, gosh, they need to be really competent and, and confident for their investors, right? And they're not competing with you at all directly. They're actually, they're actually working yep. with you. They're partnering with you. So it just raises the tide for, for everyone. Now you said this book isn't really the, you know, apartment investing 101, which is great because our audience is not the apartment investing 101 audience anyway. So get some of the more advanced aspects. And now you, you have, you know, 10, 12 steps of syndication all the way from, you know, mindset to strategy to the deal itself to raising money. And it's laid out really, really well. What are some of the more advanced things that when people think about syndication that really are very important and maybe a little different or advanced that people maybe aren't aren't thinking about when they think, you know, syndication? Well, ultimately, when we're starting out, it is going to be a challenge to gain the credibility that is needed in order to do deals. Because when I was starting out, I had four single family homes. And I, I thought I had all the credibility in the world that was needed in order to go to the broker and say, hey, I've got these four homes. I want to buy this apartment community. What do you got? It's not, not so much. They, they don't really respect or, or don't give a lot of credibility towards someone who has four single family homes because it's a different world. And what uh, we, one thing we talk about in this book is four ways and four levels of how to uh, gain credibility and uh, have alignment of interest with team members so that you can piggyback off other people's experience and ultimately do larger deals in a, in a faster, more safe way where you're mitigating risk because you have alignment of interest with team members. So going from the lowest to the highest or the weakest to the strongest way to show that alignment of interest, which will help you get credibility. Uh, I'll start with the lowest or, or the weakest, and that is simply attracting a qualified team member is number one. So that's, that can be hard in and of itself if you've got four single family homes or if you have uh, a couple houses or maybe a small apartment building that's maybe eight, nine, ten units. Um, it's tough to find the quality team members that will be on your team. And one way to do that is when you have a, pro a property management company, they inherently have alignment of interest with you. And your audience knows this because they're getting paid based on the amount of income that's collected every single month. So one, the weakest would be just having a, a property that you have on your team so that you can go to the brokers, you can go to your investors and you can say, I don't have all the experience. However, the property management company XYZ is um, being compensated based on how much income the property generates. And by the way, if you want to review some case studies of other deals that they've done within this submarket, then happy to share those with you as well. Um, that way, it shifts the conversation from your lack of experience to their experience and how they get compensated based on how well the property performs. But like I mentioned, this is the weakest way to show alignment of interest because a difference of 
let's say the property collects $100,000 and they have a 3%, easy math, 3% property management fee. Well, they're collecting $3,000 a month. Whereas let's say they collect $90,000, then that, I think that math's like around $2,700. And that's only a difference of 300 bucks to them. So it's not that big of a difference, that $10,000 swing, but that's a huge difference for your bottom line with your property. And so that's why I say this is the weakest way to show alignment of interest, but it's one way. So the second way is to give a qualified team member an equity stake in the deal. Just give it away. Uh, there's an, an investor, I'm sure you, you, you know him, Carlos Vaz. He has been doing syndication for a while based in DFW. And uh, I interviewed him on my show and he said when he was starting out, and he, he came from uh, South America, I forget which country he, was, he came from, he came from South America and he had basically nothing. And uh, when he was looking at properties, he reached out to the owners around the property that he had uh, eventually convinced the, the seller to um, put under contract. And he, he talked to the owners around that property and he partnered up with one of those owners and gave away basically the whole deal but he was able to still get in on the deal because he found it. And uh, I'm not saying give away the whole deal. However, there will be times where you'll, you'll want to give a portion of your equity away just to get that team member on board. And one specific example, by the way, these four examples that I'm going to give you, or these four ways to show alignment of interest, they are ways that I've actually done it in, in my deals. Not all my deals, but I have done it in at least once in, in a deal. Um, now, we don't partner with third party. We, we don't partner with management companies. We hire third party management companies. We sign on our own loan sponsor. Um, but before, when I didn't have a balance sheet or liquidity, uh, we had to get really creative. So, one is find a quality team member, just pay them the fee with alignment of interest, property management company. Two is give a qualified team member an equity stake in the deal. Just give that stake away. And the amount of equity for um, that team member is really dependent on the, the per, what that person's providing, the value they're providing. So it can range anywhere from if they're signing on the loan, that's non-recourse, um, maybe, and they have a balance sheet that allows you to qualify for a loan, maybe 10% of the general partnership with some sort of fee at closing. Um, but it, I've, I've seen it range from 5% to 30%. So the third way is to have qualified team members bring equity to the deal. And that's key because not only are they in the, in the deal through some sort of alignment of interest, but they're bringing their own investors in the deal. And then the fourth way is to have qualified team members um, bring their money and investors into the deal. And one specific example Ashcroft Capital did in the early days was uh, we partnered up with a property management company and they raised 30% of the equity for the deal, but they received 50% of the deal. So they raised 30% of the equity, but they got 50% of the general partnership. And the reason why is because we didn't have a track record or as extensive of a track record as a company. So we need to leverage, we needed to leverage their track record. And that helps with credibility, helped us raise our funds for the deal. And by the way, that was a deal that we bought for 14.1 million, put in 2 million, all in 16.1. 
and it appraised 15 months later for $21.6 million. Phenomenal deal, did really well and still have the deal. And we wouldn't have been able to be in the deal if we didn't get creative by aligning ourselves with more experienced team, piggybacking on their experience, and then getting the deal done that way. Yeah, I remember, and we've been talking for five, two and a half, three years now. I remember when you know we were, when I say we, we we're not just syndicating. I mean, I, I really like about how creative you approach it. And, and maybe I critiqued you a little bit earlier on that you were giving up too much of your deal. But one of the things that helped me is it really opened my eyes to, hey, my gosh, maybe be a little more generous in the beginning to get people to join you. Uh, and you get into that into that deal, and now you have you know we have equity raisers, you have property managers, and and you have now this mm-hmm. this team, and everyone's kind of aligned. And so maybe you do give up things earlier on. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I don't want to give up any of my equity. It's it's my yeah. deal, but it really holds you back. And I think one of the things that you really really did well is get the word out. You know what? This is for just one one giant joint venture. I will make you a GP if you do XYZ. I'll make you a GP if you do if you do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think if more people thought about that in those creative ways, it would it would accelerate the growth. And you certainly did. You went from those four houses to I don't know what was the first deal, 170 something units, right? And it was this giant mm-hmm. joint venture thing, right? It was like, oh my gosh. And it was like, why not? Now all of a sudden you have this giant track record. And now you don't have to joint venture maybe a little less. Okay, maybe you do, but maybe you do a little less. And it's just a great way. And a lot of people are like, no, I can do this or, you know, and it holds them back. Yeah, this is a partnership business. It really is. That's the best way to maximize your returns, uh, both return on time as well as return on money. Um, And... I mean, I said that in order of priority, right? (laughs) Return on time is more important than return on money. And by partnering up with the team members at the beginning, especially, you're able to set up your your business for um, larger things in the future. And then you have more options because at the beginning, I'll just speak for myself at the beginning, I I didn't have a balance sheet to to get approved for a loan and I didn't have the track record to get approved or, or to really... Get have my investors get uh, truly comfortable uh, with investing with us. So I had to do some of those things, and I realized that. But I also grew those relationships, and you know, we're we're still you know there there are still benefits uh, even to today from those early deals, and most of them we still have. Let's talk about another advanced topic: uh, money raising. Now, the the apartment investing one hundred and one is we're raising money from friends and family, and we're putting together a first deal, maybe or second deal. In your book, you talk about raising money at a slightly higher level than that, and this is the way you raise money, the way I raise money. Anyone who's raised more than say four or five hundred thousand dollars is starting to bump up against what you call building a brand with regards to past investors, and now you're starting to. Talk about what that means to build a brand to re, to basically raise more and more money. What does that entail? What does that look like? Well, the most important thing is to consistently add value on a ongoing basis and be conscientious of the type of value you're adding and the frequency in which it's being added. So specifically, what I suggest and what I do, I'll just tell you what I do and then you'll kind of get what I recommend. I recommend doing what I do. And that is having an engagement plan that is mapped out. 
so that you know how you're consistently adding value to your investors on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually basis. When I look at how I stay top of mind with my investors, I look at it uh, from a way, not only how do I stay top of mind with them by adding value, but what methods am I using to add that value consistently? So I'll give you some examples. One is on a daily basis, why well, I got a daily podcast. I'm, I'm psycho. I got, you I got that check. You got that check. Yeah. You're a freak with that. That's right, right, unbelievable. That. And, and by the way, I don't, and you know this, but just to reiterate, I don't literally do an interview every day. I, and I batch them so that I can work on all the other areas of my business. So I have one interview day where I do like nine interviews and I'm 30 days booked out. So I've got a, I've got a, a daily podcast. Check that box. If you're not as, of a freak like me with the podcasting thing, doing it daily, then one easy thing anyone can do to stay top of mind daily is have a blog and um, spend three hours during the week finding other people's blog posts that find interesting and simply repost them on your blog, but have some commentary above and just say, hey, here are my thoughts about this blog post. One, the person who originally wrote the blog post, assuming you're linking to their original blog, will love it because they get backlinks and that's great stuff. And then two, it's you know 10 minutes of your time to read the blog and then just write a couple sentences at, you know, at, the, at the minimum about it. And you can, you can do that once, one three-hour block and just schedule them out for the whole week. So there's no excuse not to have some sort of content that comes out on a daily basis that can be automated if you put in a little bit of work. So that's daily. Weekly, you could have an email that goes out recapping what the, the weekly blog post that you wrote. In my case, I out that recaps the podcast episodes and other blogs that uh, are written on my blog. On a monthly basis, this is something that's really fun and I'm very proud of. So my, my book is called The Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. My podcast, Best Apartment, Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. There's a lot of best evers going around. And so my, my report with investors is called The Best Ever Report. That's where I was going with it, by the way. Um, the report is mailed out to my accredited investors, not emailed out. It is mailed out every single month. And what is in the report is an interview that I do with an investor. Well, mm. technically my team member does with the investor. An interview that my team member does, you know, Samantha, that, that Samantha does with my investor, she interviews them and um, it's a, just a Q&A format. And so think of the mailer like, so like a program you'd get at a football game or something. So it's like eight and a half by 11, nice finish program. And on the cover, you've got the picture of my investor and then a headline of whatever the story is about. And it's just simply profiling the investor. And the investor who's interviewed loves it because they're, you know, they're, they're talking about what they've accomplished and challenges, et cetera. But more importantly, or as important, the other investors who invest with me love it because they're getting to know who else is investing with us and what did, have they accomplished, what challenges did they come across in business because all my investors are accredited. So it's good to learn from other successful business people what their lessons learned are. 
And that gets mailed out. And then I write some commentary about the interview. And then there might be a note from Ashcroft Capital in there too. And that gets mailed out every month. From a quarterly basis, we, uh, we meaning Colleen, my wife and I, go to different cities. She's pregnant now, um, so not so much traveling anymore. <laughs> but um, this past summer, we went to Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, um, Philly, a, a bunch of cities where a lot of my investors are concentrated. And we had happy hours. And we had, had one-on-one dinners. And we were able to just hang out. So we did it on a quarterly basis. And then on an annual basis, I've got a conference, besteverconference.com in Denver. And so what I, the reason why I went through those specific examples is because if you notice, the um, first one, the, the daily, it's audio, right? It's a podcast. And then the weekly, it's visual. It's an email. And then the monthly, it's kinesthetic, right? Because you're, you're actually touching and, and feeling the report that comes out. Uh, that gets mailed to you. And some, I mean, they, they might be just taking it and throwing it right in the trash, but at least they're, they're seeing it. Yeah, probably not. And, and yeah, probably not. I don't think so. I, I think they're, they are going to be, they're, they're reading it. I've got some good, some good feedback on it. And then on a quarterly, it's in person and then annual it's in person. And so I'm very intentional about how the systems I have in place and the frequency that uh, I'm adding value to my investors and the method in which that. that value I think is you're being a master added. at this. I think you're better than, than like 98 other people. A couple of other ideas I see Kathy Fetke do, for example, she does webinars, right? So she does market highlights. She does uh, virtual property tours. And then she does in-person property tours, I think like once a quarter, where investors can join her. They fill up a buzz. And they. At the point where you're saying is you keep your investors engaged, uh, various time frames, all the way from daily to all the way up to annually. And so I, I love the intention that you have with that. So, dude, we could go on forever on this thing. What I love about this book and about you is just you're, you're always thinking. You're so progressive. You're always out there. There's so many ideas in there that, hey, guys, you know what? I'm just going to cut this thing short because you're going to have to read the book. It's called Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. Best ever. I did the same thing. Best ever apartment syndication book and grab that. It's a, it's a, it's a big one. I'm not entirely done yet, but it is fabulous so far. So... Tell people how, how they can find you and the book I assume is on, on Amazon. Yeah, books on Amazon. And when you purchase the book, eat to info at joefairless.com and we'll give you some free goodies to mention that you heard me say this on uh, Michael's podcast. And Say that again because I think you're cutting off what you want to mention oh, the email. Yeah. So I want to make sure the email comes through. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you purchase the book, email info, info at joefairless.com and you'll receive a bunch of free goodies. Mention that you heard this on Michael's podcast. So we'll, we'll hook you up. And then I get goodies. That's you sweet. Get goodies. Of course you get goodies. <laughs> Didn't you get the cookies? I, I, brought, I, I, I sent cookies. you chocolate chip cookies today. Did you not receive <laughs> nice. them yet? Nice. No, not yet, but oh, I, okay. I will. I will. Really I can't wait. I, I can't well, wait. Well, if you don't get them, then they must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe, dude, I always enjoy our conversations. So thanks so much for coming on. Hey, grateful for our conversation. Man, was that good or what? I mean, I'm if I could be scribbling while I'm talking, I would. But you really got to get his book. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm going to dissect it with a fine-tooth comb because I learned so much from Joe Fairless on multiple levels, and I know you can too. So go grab his book, Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book, uh, available on Amazon right now. 
And speaking of books, uh, right after you buy Joe's, make sure you have grabbed mine as well, Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing. It's a yellow book here, and I think the two would go very nicely hand-to-hand -hand together. we got one red book, one yellow book, so make sure you grab that. And make sure you attend the DealMaker Live November 2nd through 4th, Washington, D.C. Go to themichaelblank.com forward slash event. Grab your tickets. Love to hang out with you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Block. For more free podcasts, articles, and videos, go to themichaelblanc.com. There, you can also download the free ebook, The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your First Apartment Building. Till next time.